1: Z. Z. O. O. Z. Z. Y. Y. W. W. O. O. M. M. B. B. Podcast. Podcast. I'm Shan. I'm Aria. Say Ari. Ari. <laughs> welcome to Cozy Woman Podcast. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan, Mama the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Woman Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode is having favorites as a mom so wrong uh i say no because having favorites when you have multiple children is uh life that's you being honest and that's you actually being able to have a closer vibe or connection with one of your children over the other or if you have more than two Is more to choose from, and that's true. Like, don't get me wrong, I love all my kids. Um, but little people are individuals, they have different personalities, and just like regular grown adults like yourself, you're going to have better connections with one over the other. I don't care what you say, don't say, Oh, I like them both the same, that's a lie. Oh, I love both my children, I would never choose you just don't want to hurt nobody's feelings and that's fine but if you're gonna raise your kids and be like everybody's gonna like you everybody's gonna be your friend um you're always going to be happy when you have friends you're lying so is saying i don't have favorites like i have favorite nephews um that's because i've been able to bond with one over the others I don't have any favorite nieces because I haven't spent enough time with my nieces to have a favorite. It's regular shit. I have a favorite brother. I have five brothers. I'm allowed to have a favorite. Um, But shit, that's just life. So when it comes to um, liking a child because, you know, you're more comfortable with one than the other. Or one kid is just easier to handle over the other. Understandable. One kid is easier to talk to than the other? Understandable. If you go somewhere where you have to be quiet for a longer period of time, is one kid going to chill and be quiet over the other? Yes, one of your kids are. And that's how you know that, okay, I could take this kid to more places and I don't have to feel guilty about it. Also, if that kid is invited by... Friends or family who do not have kids because they are comfortable and they like having that kid around, that kid tends to be your favorite. Um, If that kid is more relaxed or y'all could have fun together and it doesn't have to get real crazy and you can actually kind of like give clues on when the kid needs to chill or when we need to do this or, you know, they help you get through lines better or they help you get out of um court faster because i know i definitely use my kid for court um as far as like getting out of there faster you know when kids get older they will realize who your favorite kid was that's just bound to happen um one kid may be less picky than the other i definitely have that like my five-year-old is not picky when it comes to food but my two-year-old is hella picky Um, she's loud she will have a tantrum and throw herself out whenever she feels like she's not getting something she wants she's a screamer she's definitely a runner I never had to deal with that with my first kid Like Anya never ran away from me when I didn't have her in the um, stroller or I didn't have her in the cart. Anya never screamed in stores. She never threw herself out. She was just one of those kids that was comfortable playing by herself since she was a baby. Um, When I first had Anya and I had her in the house, in my mom's house in Florida, nobody knew I had a kid in the house. Like, she has always been calm and chill. That's just who she is. When I took her on the plane the first three times before she was two years old, no one on the plane knew I had a baby. Like, that's how chill she was. And when it comes to loving your kids, you should love your kids all equally. I'm talking about hugs and kisses, uh, considerations, um, knowing what matters to them, uh... Reassuring them that they matter, that you're glad that they're here, that you're so happy that they're your daughter or they're your son, um, that them being around means a lot to you, let them know that shit. Let them know. Because a lot of kids right now are being bullied by the outside world, meaning the people outside of your house, the people on the internet, the people on social media, and they're killing themselves because they feel pressure and they feel like nobody wants them to be around nobody wants them here and the only way we're going to be able to fight the fights that we're not around for through our kids is reassuring them that they matter that they are a big deal when it comes to us as parents that them being hurt would devastate us that they just know they just know like you could call me whatever you want to call me in school you could call me whatever you want to call me here on the playground you could call me whatever you want to call me on social media over the internet but i know my mom or my dad will come for your neck i know my mom and my dad loves me that i matter that they're proud of me that they love my weirdness or they love the fact that i'm into I don't know, animals or whatever it is that they feel that confidence to back those um, people that try to downgrade them in life. And that comes with you putting love into your kids. It's not just surface stuff. It's like mentally, you got to love them. Emotionally, you got to love them. Physically, you got to love them. Financially, you have to love them. And when I say financially, you have to love your kids. I'm talking about... Maybe your kid doesn't need those phone posits that just came out that are like $230. Maybe your kid doesn't need those New Jordans that came out that's like damn near $300 because they're on an app where they're being resold and, like, double the price or whatever. Maybe your kid just needs some nice kicks. Well, it could be Vans, which are definitely going to be under $100. Where it could be Converse, which are definitely going to be under $100. You don't have to spend this adult shopping money on your kids in order for them to be good in school. Like, I'm not stressing name-brand clothes from head to toe on my kids. But I guarantee you, if I go out the house and I'm looking clean from head to toe, I'm having some type of name-brand on me somewhere. It doesn't have to be from head to toe. But my clothes are clean. I smell good. I look good. My hygiene is in check. My kids' hygiene is the same way. My kids' clothes is the same way. Um, my kids' manners are the same as mine that's how you put love into your kids and a lot of people don't do it in the right sense just because your kid has on nice clothes and you send them to school and you haven't asked them when was was the last time um you had homework you haven't asked them how are you doing in math class how are you doing in science how are you doing in English what's going on in school how are your grades if you're not concerned with that and you don't ask those questions and you not you're not uh in the uproar when they're having trouble in the class or you don't even know that you're not doing what you need to do as a parent and that has nothing to do with having favorites and I know some parents do Check in more with one kid over the other. Oh, my kid, uh, my son, you know, he plays an instrument. And my son has good grades. And my son has a recital. But you don't know what your other son is doing. You don't know what your other son is into. You don't care to go to any of your other son's events. That type of favoritism, I'm not with. I'm definitely not with that. That type of favoritism where you have two kids that you take them out to eat and you bring food in the house and then you have two kids in the house also that don't have food that didn't go out with you and you didn't bring them anything i'm not with that that's you being childish and you not being a loving parent period that's what that is but that's all i have to say about the love part when it comes to preference and you have preference on who is easier to deal with, who is more open, who is a good helper, who you bond with better, who you can like have in the passenger seat with you when they're of age to not be in a car seat. Because <laughs> I don't play that. Put, be in the back on your car seat if you're supposed to be in a car seat. Um, but you basically can share silence with them, or you basically could ride in the car and just listen to music and not even have to talk all the time. Or... They can go shopping with you or you actually like going to the library with them because you're good on, you know, finding the thing that they like and not bother you. That type of bonding, if y'all have that, that's understandable. Go ahead and have your favorite. If you um, can relate more to one child of the under, other, understandable. Go ahead and have your favorite. But when it comes to oldest versus youngest, and that's why they're a favorite, I don't get that. I pick favorites based on personality, based on actions that are given based on uh effort. That's how I pick favorites. As far as like health reasons, I don't pick favorites just because one kid is like never sick or never making me take him to the doctor's and the other kid is just a curious George. And when I say curious George, I'm talking about the one that's you know standing up in the cart when they should be sitting down can topple over. The one that's always trying to jump off the of ledges and, and do crazy things that your other kid didn't do. The one that's trying to run into the street instead of like walk to the car. That kid I don't, I don't have favorites because one does that and the other one doesn't. But I just know that this kid is just going to need more of my attention in this area. That's cool. I don't pick favorites over gender. Like if I have a girl and I have a boy. I'm going to love him the same. I'm not going to have a favorite because this is a girl. That's why I do more so, you know, things with her versus that being boy. I wish I had a son. I wish I had a son because I would want to show my son what he should do as far as dealing with women in this world. And I'm talking about his sister, what he should do. His, um grandmother what he should do his teacher that's what he should do strangers in the street that are women what he should do I would love to share that with my son if I had a son but I don't have a son and I will never pick favorites over my daughter and my son if that was the case I'll just pour love into them on what I felt like I've seen growing up from a male and a female that they probably did not get That's how you become a parent. You fill in those holes from the people you had, you know, any type of relationship along the way of you becoming an adult. You fill in those holes of love and dedication and effort into your kids. That's how I, you know, measure my parenting on what I see, I think parents should have done growing up with other people, and then I pour it into my kids. When I come to personality... I definitely pick favorites based on personality because personality is something you can't change personality is something you can't uh train them to have it's just within them it's just their character is something built in to their dna of who they are um when it comes to responsibility you're always going to have that kid that's more responsible than the other kid or that kid that's you know, you can rely on them to pick something up for you at the store that's important before it closed over the other one because they're going to forget it. You're always going to have that kid and I hope that you have more than one kid so you don't have to rely on one because the saddest thing to see is a mother or a father who only had one kid and that kid is a grown adult but they don't understand the importance of being there for their new family and also still being there for their mom or their dad because they don't have anybody to ask favors for except their kid which is them but they feel so over and she always wants something and she always calling me and why don't she go get this person no she had one son or she had one daughter that is you your mother needs you you need to go Your father needs you, you need to go. Because people don't understand how fortunate they are to have both parents still living and still want them around and to be involved in their life. People don't understand how it is to have a mother that is still around, needs help, needs her medicine, but you going back and forth with her about why you gotta pick it up or why you calling me to come fix this when you could ask x y and z your mother is calling you to fix certain things for her and calling you when she had other options because she wants to spend time with you that's how old people ask can they spend time so please understand when favoritism is okay as a mother and understand when favoritism is not okay also fathers understand that You can have a a daughter and a son and love them equally if your favorite is your daughter because of her personality and because you want to make sure she grows into a wonderful woman cool but if your favoritism is just that and you don't show any love or consideration or open-mindedness when it comes to your son You're off balance. Don't be off balance loving your kids. Don't be off balance um, showing interest in your kids. Don't be off balance on quality time with your kids. Because they're going to grow up and remember that and become bitter. And sometimes males become the parent that didn't put in the work that they wanted. And then they in turn become shitty parents to their kids and then that just keeps happening. Also mothers if you treat your daughters a certain way growing up and they feel holes or um, emptiness or feel like oh my mom didn't do this and they become adults and they have children they might not show that love that they wanted as a kid from their mother and not give it to their kids because they feel like If I didn't get it, you shouldn't get it. So that's why you have to have balance. You have to be considerate and you have to be open-mindedness. Open-mindedness, what is that? You have to be open-minded to what uh, routines you're creating and what habits you're uh, putting into your kid's character from the things that you do and the things that you don't do. But that's all I have on um, having favorites. I think you can have favorites as a mother or a father. You just have to have some balance in um, how you spend quality time with all of your kids. And you have to understand that the reason why your kid is your favorite is not based on something they cannot change. Bye! It was lovely speaking with you. Toodles. Thank you for still listening. Got any advice or just want to ask anything? You can reach me on IG at Mama or at WhoIsShan.com or you can email me at CozyWoodMama at gmail.com. Thanks!
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.